ready? I'm ready. I did order pizza. Okay. So I have a time limit with this episode <laughs> before the pizza gets here. Uh, I can track my order, though. Oh. Let's see. Track my order. We're making it right okay. now. Okay. So, I have so a let's story. get going. <laughs> I have a spooky story for you. I'm ready. Okay, but let's introduce ourselves. We didn't do that last oh, time. Oh, we didn't. Dang. <laughs> we've been doing good. Yeah, that's Kenzie. And that's Amber. And this is Into the Rabbit Hole, uh, where we tell you stories. Yeah, from history, paranormal stories, badass French babes, apparently. Yeah, lots of French booze. Yeah, just I, anything interesting, anything that's maybe not as well known. Yeah, just some fun stuff. Some good party talk yes there's a human at the door yes i hear a child outside hello okay never mind the cool thing though is with them being here we can make them get the pizza i'm not gonna (laughs) if they answer the door together they will be fine Uh, dahlia's there too they have no money to pay the pizza (laughs) they can pay in their cuteness just be like oh no mr pizza man we don't have any money cps will be at the door so (laughs) fast so fast i have a story for you today that is neither paranormal nor well there's no other way to say this it's the origin story for a paranormal story does that make sense okay yeah okay so this should be fun. I am going to issue a warning at the top of the episode before we get into it that there's going to be a couple gruesome descriptions of acts of violence. Mm, okay. So just as a heads up, people, I'm not going to I'm not going to be like gore porn. I'm not going to be vulgar about it, but I'm going to tell you what happened. Okay. I mean, I listen to murder podcasts all the time, so I'm okay with this. Right. I think our listeners will be okay, too. I hope you guys are. If you're not, feel free to skip. Have you ever heard the werewolf of Bedburg? Oh, shit. No. Okay. (laughs) Not a werewolf. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) I'm not going to sleep tonight. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Let me, before, again, morning content, but let me, let me just explain to you what's, what's happening. I wrote this. This is probably one of um, the proudest I've been with my writing. By <gasps> oh, I'm excited. Okay. Buried deep in the history of modern fiction lies tiny tendrils of truth, mm. of stories or rumors from our ancestors whose lives, in some cases, would influence the world and the monsters that haunt our dreams and imaginations. Uh, dreams for sure. <laughs> Nightmares. <laughs> we- I feel like I should preface this with let our re- listeners know why I'm so scared. You are so afraid of wolves. So <laughs> okay, afraid of wolves. So when I was a little a little girl i would have dreams about wolves chasing me specifically wolves and if i didn't sleep with socks on i would dream that they would come and they would bite my feet off and i was so scared of wolves growing up that you could not say the word wolf you, or werewolf you had to say the the w word <laughs> you had to call it the w word you are so afraid any shows or movies that had like a wolf or werewolf in it i either wouldn't watch or they had to be fast forwarded like beauty and the beast uh-huh um, I remember once, I swear to God, I asked my dad what a difference was between a werewolf and a wolf, and all he told me was that a werewolf was bigger. I swear. I swear. <laughs> he says this didn't happen, but I say it did. He did not tell me it wasn't real. But, like, even just driving past wooded areas at night, I would be convinced that a, a wolf would come jump through the window mm-hmm. into my car and attack me. 
So that is why yes. I'm already very freaked out. I'm going to have to sleep with like seven pairs of socks on tonight. It's, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I am not going to lie. I forgot up until uh, this moment that you were so afraid of wolves. But now as an adult, I also kind of love them. Yeah. The you wolves, know, not the wear part. Yeah, like, you know how Batman found bats to be terrifying, and yeah. then he adopted it into his, like, person? That's me with wolves. I'm so glad. So, okay. So okay. now that we've gotten that out of the way, mm-hmm. continue. We often think of the Witches of Salem and Vlad the Impaler for contextual symbols for the monsters that we now know of and have lots of media involving. Good old Vlad. Good old Vlad. But one of the beasts has a history that is both varied. And in the case that I'm going to present to you, horrifying. Mm. Warning. (laughs) I will be describing deaths of women, men, and children. What do we know of werewolves? That they're bigger than regular wolves. (laughs) Of which... True. You're not... It's not exactly wrong. (laughs) They're like wolves, but bigger. (laughs) But bigger. Um, um, I'm going to need you to say the W word for the rest of this episode. <laughs> will not do that. <laughs> Absolutely will not do that. Okay. Um, what do we know of where the myths come from and who or what could have inspired the ideas of the savage, bloodthirsty beast who changes under a full moon into this hellish wolf-like creature? But I don't know anything. But did you know tomorrow, as of recording this, tomorrow's a full moon? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, it is. I'm so sorry. If you need to call me in the middle of the Oh, I will. I'll call you and tell you a different, a happier story. Okay, thank you. Very different than the Irish Fulida werewolf who protected children and assisted the lost. I was going to do an episode on that. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. Um, And different from the revered werewolf shamans of the Central Asian Turek people. Oh, The story I'm going to tell you today is the real-life inspiration for the modern idea of the bloodthirsty monster. Okay, I'm ready. Maybe I'll do a follow-up episode on those other myths eventually, but today is for dark history. I definitely want to hear about the shaman ones. Yeah, that one, it's really cool, actually. And I also want to hear about wolves in um, Native American culture. Mm -hmm. There's so many, like, changeling or were-type creatures throughout a lot of different histories. Today, though, I'm going to specifically talk about the one story that sort of charged our nightmares. Okay. <laughs> with, with how we think of the evil beast. Was it the wolf in Neverending Story? Because that's what charged my nightmares. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> that one's fucked up, though. It really I don't is. Let, I don't want my kids to watch that movie. <laughs> in the late 1580s, in the far-off Germanic village of Epreth, Near the country town of Bedburg, uh-huh. an evil was born. Peter mm. Stump was, for all accounts, a normal child who grew up to be a young man uh-huh. who married a lovely young lady and had two children. Okay. He had a daughter named Bella. Aww. And a few years later, a son with no name. I, no history says his name. Sadly, they didn't love the son. <laughs> they didn't love him They didn't enough. name him. <laughs> You'll understand why uh, later. Okay. Sadly, his young wife died, leaving Peter to care for his children. Aww. Which he did while also managing and growing his farm. He became a wealthy man, even after a farming accident left one hand completely severed. Good job, Peter. This is where it is rumored he got the unfortunate nickname of Stump. Aww. I just 
thought that was his name. Peter Stump. <gasps> Poor Peter. Don't say that. Well. For everyone on the outside, he was a simple, well-off farmer. But behind closed doors, Peter, as you've probably guessed, <gasps> was a monster. Oh no! Not poor Peter! <laughs> poor everyone else! Poor everyone else. Little is known about how he was caught. But when he was, the country and the world were shocked and horrified at what he began to confess to. <gasps> For 25 years, Stump had allegedly been an insatiable bloodsucker <gasps> who gorged on the flesh of goats oh. lambs Ooh. and sheep yeah. as well as She's got goosebumps men oh. women and children oh his own children being oh. being threatened with torture he confessed to the killing and eating of 14 children oh what about his wife two pregnant <gasps> women whose fetuses he oh. ripped from their wombs and Quote, quoted as saying, ate their hearts, panting hot and raw. In which this he, is real? Yeah. <gasps> in which he later described as dainty morsels. <gasps> I'm so sorry. Oh. One of those 14 children was his own <gasps> son, whose brain he had reported to have devoured. Wait, is that why his son didn't get a name? Yeah. Oh. After being stretched on a rack, and before further torture commenced, he confessed to have been practicing black magic since he was 12 years old. I mean, of course, he was practicing black magic. Mm -hmm. No surprise there. It's always black magic. So this, this is, it's intense, and I understand that it's very gross, but we have to also recognize, like, serial killers and psychopaths and cannibals, that those aren't modern. These, yeah, they've always existed. They, they've always existed. I mean... They just got away with it a lot longer. Yeah. Or got away with it, period. Period, yeah. Um, this man obvious, obviously was mentally deranged, but he claims that the devil had given him a magical belt or girdle which enabled him to metamorph into metamorphosize metamorphosis Metam- to, to change into the likeness, to morph to morph yeah to power ranger morph yeah into the likeness of a greedy devouring wolf strong and mighty with eyes and this is him quoting saying it um strong and mighty with eyes great and large which in the night sparkled like fire a mouth great and wide with most sharp and cruel teeth a huge body and mighty paws removing the belt he said made him transform back into his human form no such belt was ever found after his arrest maybe it was invisible could have been (laughs) invisibelt yeah (laughs) not only (laughs) God, could you <laughs> could you imagine like the German police like oh let's go through his closets what do we but see where is the belt what if they didn't know and, and then they just like, like put it on and then he's like oh it's invisible <laughs> it's invisible belt actually no one no one can see it except for me yeah that's how we know you're fucking insane dude <laughs> not only was Stump accused of being a serial murderer and cannibal but of also having an incestuous relationship with his daughter who was unfortunately sentenced to die with him. Why? Because, I don't know. Um, Poor Bella. He claimed to have slept with a succubus as well, on top of all of this. Like, he's, he was... Of course he did. Yeah. 
So, listen, they killed Bella with him. I'm wondering if it was because they, you know, either they didn't want to risk her being uh, a devil as well, or like a product of... Like witchcraft. Yeah. But it sucks. Yeah. Poor Bella. The execution of Stump was on. Do you want to guess what day it was on? Mm, What's a devil's day? I don't know. June 6th. (laughs) Is that the only devil's day you can think of? Halloween! October 31st. (laughs) What the fuck is June 6th? Like 6 6. And then they're just leaving it to be another 6. No, no, sweet child. Sweet summer child. No. I don't know why I couldn't think of Halloween. The execution Maybe because that doesn't seem like a devil's day to me. It seems like a marvelous day. I'm 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 just impressed that you came up with any number. Um, <laughs> the execution of Stump on October 31st, 1589, and that of his daughter and mistress. I hate how they say that, but this mm. is a quote. But his mistress was killed too. Was she the succubus? His daughter was his mistress. Oh! Oh shit! <laughs> right over my head oh my god is is one of the most brutal executions on record oh my god i hate everything about this you're like oh he also had a mistress go him that's not what i meant when i said go when i said he had a mistress i thought it was the succubus oh my god okay clearly i'm not in the right frame of mind for this story Okay. I'm still no. caught up on a lot of things you just you said a few minutes ago. <laughs> nope, not a succubus. What's his daughter? Aww. He was put on a wheel where the flesh was torn from his body. I mean, he deserves that. Yes, in ten places with red hot pincers, followed by his arms and his legs. Ooh. Then his limbs were broken with the blunt side of an axe head to prevent him from returning from the grave. Oh. Before he was beheaded. And his body burned on a pyre. Mm-hmm. His daughter and mistress. <laughs> had all, I don't mean to laugh at this. His daughter, unfortunately. It's like one of those like uncomfortable, mm-hmm. like, I can't believe that's how it's worded. It, and yeah. yeah. Uh, had been flayed, strangled, and was burned alongside Stump's body. How old was the daughter? If 14 when they were caught, 15 when she died. So I wonder, too, you know, if maybe they didn't, because they didn't really go so much about abuse back then. They might have thought that, like, she was kind of more in on things, too. Yeah. Or, like, she seducted him or whatever, because, you know, Mm -hmm. women were evil. Yeah. And I found the quote as him saying he had slept with a succubus in the same paragraph as describing his incestuous relationship with his daughter. So I'm wondering if he claimed that his daughter was a succubus. Oh, maybe. Um, but it was never confirmed that way. Yeah. But it was, that's kind of how it was Ugh. made to seem, I guess. Which would also explain why they murdered her, too. Yeah. You know, executed her. So, as a warning against similar behavior, local authorities erected a poll with the torturing wheel and the figure of a wolf on top of it. And at the very top, they placed Peter Stump's severed head. Wow. Now. It's intense. Wait, so how many people did he kill? So it was like, it was 14 children, one of which was his own baby. His son. Now, his son wasn't a baby. Oh, he wasn't. Okay. No. Was that after the wife died? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did he kill his wife? It's 
unclear how his wife died, but he did admit to killing two pregnant women, one of which which could have been his wife, mm. and eating the fetuses from their wounds. Okay, so now that gore, aside from the sheer horror of his crimes, there is a good case to be made that Peter was actually framed. <gasps> and his confessions were forced via torture, which wasn't that uncommon. Ooh. So let me explain to you why. During this time, there was a massive political turmoil, and Bedburg was a small village in the center of it. Ooh. The war brought the invasion of armies on both sides. It brought assaults by marauding soldiers, and eventually an epidemic of the plague. Ooh. Peter, you see... So I'm going to explain what the war was about. Mm -hmm. Peter was a converted Protestant. Um, and the battle raged between Catholics and Protestants. and Protestants. So it is not inconceivable that the werewolf trial was but a barely concealed political trial, with the help of which the new Lord of Bedburg mm. planned to bully the Protestants of the territory back into Catholicism. Yeah, and then just use the like bad press... Basically saying, well, look at this Protestant, look what he did, you really want to mm -hmm. be part of that? If it had been just another execution of an alleged werewolf and a couple of witches, as occurred about this time in various parts of Germany, yeah. the attendance of the members of the aristocrat aristocracy? Aristocracy. Aristocracy. Perhaps including the new archbishop mm. and elector of Cologne, which at that point was the country state that Bedford okay. had resided in. Um, it would have been very surprising. However, this does not mean that the charges were without bias. In fact, the execution of a mere Protestant convert would have been deeply unlikely to have drawn the aristocratic attention that Stump's trial did. And while it was unlikely for the elite to attend to any given werewolf or witch trial, the sheer scale of Stump's alleged crimes would have made it much more visible to the public at large and the nobility. The salaciousness. The salacious, the, <clears throat> yeah. the horror of yeah. it. So the real question, now, the story of Stump, the crimes that he committed, quote-unquote, the horror of it all, the shock that took the nation after this, was then retold and told again. And then mm -hmm. there was a book written about the werewolf of Bedburg, and there was this, uh, the rumors of wolves in the woods uh, turning into men and men turning into wolves and it turned into this nightmare fuel that mm -hmm. has been trickled down through various medias including doctor who mentions mm -hmm. there's an episode of the werewolf of bedburg there's these other medias that again took his story whether or not it was true whether or not he committed these crimes or if it was a political ploy right that's where we get the idea of our modern day werewolves I don't like it. So who is really the monster? Mm. Peter? Mm -hmm. The Catholic Church? Mm, well. Or? They're real. always the monster. <laughs> I, I put it in there for flair. It's the Scooby-Doo. <laughs> you take the thing off, the uh -huh. mask off, it's the Catholic Church. <laughs> the Catholic Church. I'm going to get Freddie and Velma on this one, guys. <laughs> um, or were was it true werewolves? What do you think? Uh, I don't. No. I think it's probably a mix. Maybe it's a mixture of... Because um, while we don't want to believe that a human being is capable of such Well, horrors, a human being is definitely capable of it. But the Catholic Church is also capable of torture. And they're also... It's also capable of exaggerating. Mm -hmm. Via torture. I mean, we know even today, like, police use tactics to get false yeah, confessions. Yeah, and that's not... It's not torture, but 
there yeah. are f- plenty of false confessions. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's probably some kind of a mix of things. Maybe, I mean, maybe it was all some kind of a frame up, but maybe he really did kill some people. Yeah. And then they sensationalized it mm-hmm. and turned it into a bigger thing yeah. than it really was. Yeah. Yeah, it could be any number of things. It could Like, maybe he did murder some people, but he didn't eat them. Yeah. Or something like that. And then mm-hmm. they're like, yeah. look at this guy, he murdered babies! Yeah. There's also a case to be made because he had started off as a, as a poor Catholic boy and became a wealthy Protestant farmer. That there was, like, people within the community, just like in Salem, how, you know, people became jealous of what they had gained. Like, how could he have gained so much? Yeah. He only has one hand. They get suspicious of it. <laughs> yeah, and uh-huh. They're like, it must be, he must have made a deal with the yeah, devil. Or... Sorcery. A belt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, an a invisible belt. belt. Invisible belt. <laughs> invisible. So that's my story. I want to think that it wasn't all true because I don't want to think that he actually did all that. Yeah. We will never and know. And that one person did all that. One per- one-handed person. A one-handed person. Who, and it's funny because in one of the records say that the wolf that he transformed into also only had one paw. So <laughs> well, how would that work? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, guys. Listen, this, this story uh, started off as me going to like, where did our idea of the werewolf come from? Right? Yeah. And then I filtered it down through different books that had been written or, you know, different uh, civilizations. But what we think of as, like, the modern werewolf comes... The the earliest I could find was here. Yeah. The werewolf. Yeah, with him changing into a wolf. Mm -hmm. Um, I hated everything about that. Cool. Thank you very much. I did a great job then. (laughs) Uh, Let's go wait for pizza. All right. (laughs) All right, guys. You can find us on the internet. Google us. We're on Facebook and Twitter and, and Instagram. Yeah, you'll, um, you'll find us. We're yeah, easy to find. Well, uh, rabbit hole underscore pod. Yeah, and our website is into the rabbit hole dash podcast nice. dot com. Nice. And our email is into the rabbit hole dot podcast at gmail dot com. Do it. And that's that's the way the cookie crumbled. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that's from Anchorman. I know it's oh, from Anchorman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know that, right? 60% of the time. Works 100% of the time. Okay, guys. We will see you later. Yes, we will. Okay, Thanks bye. for listening.